Beautiful, snowy Carson City, Nevada on this morning of March 16th, 2020. Yes, it's a miracle March. That's what they're saying. Getting some snow down here. Plenty of snow in the mountains. They closed the resorts. That's kind of fucked up because of this COVID-19 thing. No more fun. No fun. Not allowed to have it. I went yesterday, thankfully, to Mount Rose. They were the last resort open in the whole... Lake Tahoe area, which is unprecedented. I mean, it's crazy. They've never done that before. Shut them. There's snow. I could see if there's no snow, they would shut. They wouldn't. They would shut them down if there was no snow. But there is snow, so it's just weird. They're doing it because of the virus. Mount Rose was the only resort left open yesterday, so we went there. Me and my homie Nick, a couple of his friends, were up there shredding the slopes. It was a blizzard. It was fucking crazy, man. Just wind, just craziness, snow everywhere. You couldn't see shit. It was awesome. We had a great time. A couple beers, you know, smoked a little weed. Shredded the gnar. There's about two feet of pow-pow. Two feet of pow-pow. It was epic, man. I'm bummed. I wanted to go today, too, but no more fun. The government has made it so we can't have fun anymore because we're all going to die. Because of COVID-19. And uh, obviously we've all been seeing the headlines. We've all been on social media. We know what's happening. Everything's shutting down. Uh, Italy's on lockdown. Spain's on lockdown. I don't think they can't like. They can leave their house. But it's only to do essential stuff. Go to work. And the grocery store or whatever. And apparently you have to like print off this little. uh, Little hall pass type. Document. You have to explain where you're going, and if the cops stop you, you have to show it to them, <laughs> and then if uh, if they don't like it, they can arrest you or something. I don't know. Martial law, it's coming in. It's going down. In fact, I wanted to read a couple of headlines regarding the COVID-19 virus, just to show you like how crazy it is. Let me pull this up. And it's just mass hysteria. These are coming from NBC News. I'm not going to read the articles because I don't want to. I'm sick of talking about this. But uh, let's see what they got here. NBC. Another prominent political figure dies of coronavirus in Iran, it looks like. Paris is quiet as France shuts down to curb coronavirus. Arnold Schwarzenegger encourages people to stay. I'm assuming the next word is going to be home. Stay home. Stay out of the gym. Uh, yeah, yeah, Arnold says you gotta stay home. Brothers donate 17,700 hoarded bottles of hand sanitizer. So these guys went up and bought all the hand sanitizer in, uh, in Tennessee and Kentucky. And uh, they tried to sell them on eBay, but then eBay kicked them off because they said that was a dick move. And then now they donate it all. So that was nice of them. Today, staffer test positive for coronavirus. Uh, petition demanding UK schools to close. Moscow builds temporary hospital because of the coronavirus. So, as we can see, it's a pandemic. Shit is going down. And, uh, you know, we should all be very frightened. We should all be very scared. 
at the end of the day, what I think this is is, well, I don't, I don't know what it is. Honestly, I can only speculate just like everybody else. Nobody knows what's really going on unless you're in the know, which none of us are. There very well is somebody in the know listening to this podcast, though. I think they monitor me quite heavily and fuck with my shit, make it so it's harder to reach you guys. But, you know, it comes with the territory when you're exposing the truth. People don't like that. So, like I said, you, it's hard to tell what's really going on. All you can see is the effects and the mass hysteria and just the panic and the anxiety that is floating through the air right now. People are scared. People are looking for guidance. That's kind of why I've been uh, ramping it up with the podcast lately. Just kind of crazy times, and it's good to have an alternative perspective. Like I said, it's not like I have access to any other information than anybody else, but I think I have a unique way of deciphering it, and you know, I bring a, a different perspective just given things that I've researched in my time, kind of trying to figure things out. So I have a way of sifting through the the mainstream narrative that is so often riddled with lies. And just, you know, it's meant to scare you. It's meant to keep people in panic mode and in a reactive mind state where you're very susceptible to propaganda. And they're just they're just scaring us, man. And this COVID-19 thing is a prime example of that. I mean, if you look at the, the number of people infected compared to the population of the world, it's very small. It's kind of insignificant. And then you look at the disease itself. It seems to be very similar to the common cold or the flu. Which, yeah, older people will die from it. It's just the way it goes. They have a weak immune system. And uh, they can't fight off a disease like the rest of us can if you're young and healthy. So, But it's really nothing to be frightened about from what I can tell. Then again... You know, who knows what's really going on? There's some people who say that this thing doesn't even exist. Uh, there's a lot of people who who believe that it was built in a lab, which, you know, I could see that happening. There's people whose entire job is to create viruses in a lab setting and, and then, you know, release them on the, the public in due time when the time is right. And now seems like the time is right. They're They're testing some shit out and seeing what we do. It's interesting, too, how many actors have come out. Of course, Tom Hanks. We've all heard of Tom Hanks. Apparently, him and his wife have it. And and then they sent out their son, Chet. You know Tom Hanks is a fucking douche because he named his son Chet. Chet comes out, no shirt on, total Chet move, big-ass Illuminati tattoo in the middle of his chest. <laughs> and he's talking about uh, his dad and mom, how they have the coronavirus. It's just, oh, God, so typical. Jesus Christ. It's hilarious. Apparently, some uh, prominent YouTubers have gotten uh, the virus. There's the gay makeup dude who, I don't know, I was scrolling through Snapchat and I saw something. YouTuber has coronavirus. He's the gay dude who does makeup videos. He's got it. He's fucked. And, uh, well, Conor McGregor's aunt supposedly died from it. I don't know. It's it's see that that's what they got to do because this whole thing is a show, so they have to they have to pick the actors to uh, participate in it to make it seem more real. This is someone who you're familiar with, so you see them, and you're like, oh my god, this is you know, it's another reason to be more scared because these actors have it now. So so be very frightened. Uh, this is a mass panic. 
and fear-inducing PSYOP. What a PSYOP is, is a psychological operation. And it's aimed to, well, it's aimed to do a lot of things. But 9-11 was a psychological operation. It, it just creates mass fear, mass panic, and then it sets the stage for them to implement certain legislation and, and just bring in uh, things that have to do with their agenda that they couldn't have otherwise done because now they have the precursor for it. They have the excuse to do it. So it definitely seems like this is a convenient thing for, for the people in control of the world, for the globalists, for the New World Order motherfuckers. And uh, it's playing right into their hands. And of course, they plan for it this way. And they've been preparing us for this type of pandemic scenario uh, for many years using predictive programming, movies, things like, I don't know, Resident Evil. That was one of them. And all the zombie movies where everyone gets infected by some sort of disease and then people turn into zombies. And then you have to go around and kill everyone because apparently after you've been infected with a disease, you're not even human anymore, and you could just be killed. You have to, they have to cut your head off. They have to shoot you in the, in the head with a bullet. Large caliber, large caliber uh, rifle needs to be aimed at your brain, because you're not even a human anymore after you catch these illnesses. Um, Outbreak, the movie, uh, which outlines a, a pandemic, is trending on Netflix right now. I saw that last night. So what do people do? They watch fiction and then they they further scare themselves because they want to see what's going to happen. Apparently, reality models itself on fiction, which is true to some extent because they use these types of movies to to condition the public into accepting these events when they happen. Uh, That's what Hollywood is for. Hollywood was created to be the culture creation center of the world. And anybody who has traveled will know that's true because... You go to these other countries and, you know, they listen to the same type of music that we do here, even though they speak a completely different language. I noticed that a lot in Thailand and and the places I went there, the Philippines and whatnot. People are listening to the same exact music. They know all the words. They're singing it. They're dressing the same. They've adopted the same types of styles. And it just, it's all created in Hollywood. It's all created in California, you know, in New York. But basically the United States is the center of culture creation and it was intentionally created for that purpose a uh, very long time ago early of early 20th century is when all that stuff started going down when they created the medium of film and radio uh, as a means of controlling the public because it, it's like the old saying goes monkey see monkey do people see something they hear it and uh, they just adopt it and they start acting the same way and that's why predictive programming is so effective that's why they use it because it targets a specific part of the brain, the subconscious. Because when you're watching a movie, or even when you're listening to music or something, you're in an alpha state. You're not critically analyzing the information that's coming at you. It's just being downloaded into a part of your brain that you don't even really access much. Uh, it's just, you know, it's, it's your subconscious. Because you're, you're constantly taking in so much information at all times. Your brain couldn't possibly handle it in your waking reality. So you have to store it all, you know, most of, you know, 99.99% of stuff uh, that you take in is stored in your subconscious mind, which is still accessible, um, just not consciously for most people. Some some very gifted individuals who have, who have uh, you know, worked at 
at ex- accessing this part of their brains can do it. People like Edgar Casey or I don't know the fucking Dalai Lama or some shit. They can do it, but most people can't. Edgar Casey that said that everybody has the ability to access this type of information. It's just you, you got to practice. You got to be spiritually in tune with with all this stuff. And uh, who knows? I mean, it, it could have to do with what people call the Akashic Records, the uh, collective unconscious, as Carl Jung hypothesized. That's some interesting stuff. But basically, everything you take in goes into your brain deep down. And then once it's in there, and then, you know, through fiction or whatever, movies, TV shows, music, and then it happens in real life, you're more likely to accept it. So these magicians and these sorcerers who are in control of Hollywood are using this to condition the public. It's it's amazing too. You people obviously a lot of people know that the media is used for for mind control type purposes. You know, they're they're the talking heads of the government basically, the fourth branch of the government, but not many people realize how uh, how important Hollywood is to that as well. Because these these movies and, and actors themselves, I mean, think about how many actors have transitioned into politics. Ronald Reagan was a famous example of that. Of course, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And then Donald Trump. Look at our president right now. Reality TV star. He started in The Apprentice. You're fired. He was on TV all the fucking time. So they've been conditioning the public. They conditioned us for decades in order to accept this. You know, and what do actors do? They act, they lie. That's that's their whole purpose is to lie and to be someone that they're not. And then these are the people that we look up to. Isn't that crazy? I mean, have you ever really thought about that? And our whole reality is centered on what we see on television. I remember when I first realized this, and I realized that my whole conception of what schools should be or what a relationship should be, what the government is, what war is. Basically, all all these ideas and concepts had been formulated because of what I had seen on TV. And that's that's how all of our ideas are. It it all centers around television and movies and and what we've been what we've heard, cartoons and stuff. I remember thinking that the pioneers it was from the first episode of SpongeBob and it said that, I don't know, Spongebob said that the pioneers were a bunch of no-good hitchhikers or some shit. This is the one where Spongebob is riding around that big rock and he's delivering pizzas. And uh, they they had something, they mentioned the pioneers. And I thought that was true. I remember telling people that shit. <laughs> because you don't know when you're a kid. You just, you see things and you think it's true. And I don't think people realize how much of their reality is molded by by Hollywood, by these magicians, these producers, these directors. And it's not like every actor and stuff is in on the ultimate plot. They don't even know what's going on, dude. They're just doing what they're told. Uh, But it's some weird stuff going on. So I think about that a lot. I find it very interesting. And, of course, we have other predictions, other, uh, you know, The Simpsons supposedly predicted Tom Hanks getting the virus. They predicted all kinds of stuff, though. They predicted Trump becoming president, there was a bunch of things with the Super Bowl this year, the the uh, the Chiefs and the Niners. Is that who played this year? I don't know. I don't even watch the Super Bowl. But they predicted that. They predicted all kinds of stuff. And The Simpsons is the longest-running series ever made. More episodes than any other show ever made. So it would make sense that they're serving a purpose, and there's a reason why they keep this show going. It's not like it's the best show ever made. It's pretty good. 
You know, it's it's funny. But why do they keep making it? You know, why is it never going to end? What are they using it for, really? I don't know. You got to ask these questions. And uh, we have predict- predictions uh, in books with regards to this coronavirus, COVID-19 thing. This book by Dean Koontz that was written in 1981 called Eye of Darkness, where he predicted a... Well, he didn't predict it. I mean, it was a fictional novel. He's just saying that this virus was created in Wuhan at a bioweapons lab, which we all know, or you should know if you've been reading the news or doing any type of research, alternative research, that is, that there is a weapons, bioweapons lab in Wuhan, China. Uh, where this supposed where this supposedly originated, I don't know. It's impossible to tell really what it is, whether it occurred naturally or if it was made in a lab. I think it was made in a lab, honestly, just because of the side effects of it. Like it, it does, supposedly it doesn't infect children really, but they could be carriers of it, and it only targets old people. But a normal virus doesn't do that. It would just get everyone sick, right? Why should it matter the age distinction? You know, you could, kids can get a cold too. And that's basically what this virus is. So it doesn't really make sense uh, in terms of, you know, like traditional type of viruses and stuff. It's just very fucking weird. Very fucking weird shit going on, folks. And uh, who knows what's really going on. But you know something is going down because the whole world is implementing like a medical martial law type scenario all at the same time. They're, They're like testing it out. And everybody... In like all the governments, all these the presidents and and people, whatever it's form of government that they have in other countries, they're all part of the same gang. Uh, the Royal Institute for International Affairs and, and the Council of Foreign Relations, Bilderberg Group, these types of big uh, think tanks and stuff, the organizations that are privately funded by the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, Bill Gates, Michael Bloomberg, big big billionaires. Uh, who donate money to these private organizations so they can influence public policy and they could do it behind the scenes and they could do it and like avoid uh, public scrutiny and public insight into this shit because they're 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 drawing up the policies for these governments on a massive scale and it's all privately funded you didn't you don't get to vote for any of these people who who make it into these organizations and these are the people who become your political leaders so it's a big experiment that will definitely further the agenda of the globalists, the the New World Order motherfuckers. And what can you do? I mean, you're going to go to the store and buy a bunch of fucking toilet paper? I don't see what that's going to change, honestly. It is smart to go get some food, though, because you never know what's going to happen. Honestly, you should at least have like a couple weeks worth. Worst case scenario, I mean, it's not... It's not ridiculous to be prepared. It's smart. You want to be prepared for anything that could happen because, you know, history will tell us that these types of events have happened. You know, there have been famines. There have been times where people can't access food. So you want to have a, a little stockpile. It's not out of the realm of possibility for us not be able to ha- to get food for a while. And it would be because of the government because they say we can't get food. You know, they shut everything down or whatever. But you can't rely on them. You got to be self-sufficient. And and it's not, it's not dumb to stock up on food. People are ridiculing these type of people for going and buying up all the food. But it's, it's a natural human thing. They don't know. They're scared. They want to take care of their family. They want to have food to eat. So you can't really blame them. You know? 
stock up on, I don't know, beans and rice, peanut butter. We'll all be fine, but there is the possibility that they, they'll kind of do a quarantine-type situation just to test it out in the public, see how we respond to it. And, uh, you know, it's all a big experiment. And what's interesting, too, was this Event 201 that was done by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation uh, in in tandem with, with other organizations, the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg uh, School of Public Health, uh, Bloomberg being Michael Bloomberg, the guy who was just running for president, the super billionaire, who's apparently donated $4 billion to Johns Hopkins. And then Bill Gates, our favorite eugenicist, elitist, who goes to India and shoots up all these kids with vaccines and, and causes them to die and whatnot. He's banned from India. I don't know if you guys know this, but... He goes to these poor parts of the world because he's trying to reduce the population of the world. He's on, you can find a YouTube clip of him saying, uh, giving like a TED Talk, and he's talking about the the population of the globe. He's saying, oh, the population will get up to 9 billion by this year, but if we do a really good job with vaccines, we can reduce that quite a bit. It's like, wait, what? Vaccines are supposed to help you survive, aren't they? That's what you guys tell us. But... If you do a good job with vaccines, you're going to reduce the population of the earth? How does that work? What, what the fuck is in this vaccine, dude? But these these elitist people in the technocratic elite, these big scientists and billionaires, they have no... They don't see themselves as being like you. They're not like us. They're on a whole nother level in their own minds where they're above everybody and that they have a more of a right to live on this planet than you do. And you are just here to, to work for them and be their slave. And then once you are no longer a producer, once you get too old uh, or you are no longer productive, then you can be exterminated. You know, you're no longer a benefit to this planet. You're just a liability. You are using up resources and therefore... You need to die, motherfucker. And there's been talk of, well, actually, you know, well-documented shit, like legit stuff, talking about forced vaccinations coming after this COVID-19 type thing, where they're implementing legislation that will make it so you have to take this vaccination given by the government. And people have been talking about this for years. Everyone's calling them conspiracy theorists. Everyone's so fucking crazy for stockpiling food and for thinking that the government would want to inject them with some crazy shit. You know, uh, they call them anti-vaxxers. Everyone's so crazy for noticing the correlation between autism and vaccines. It's well documented. There's thousands of cases. Pharmaceutical industries have paid out billions of dollars to victims who, who they've made their children autistic they're never going to get to live a full normal life because of this vaccine that was given to them. And yet, people are crazy for noticing that, right? Because the news media ridicules these people and they demonize them because they're fucking evil. They're, they're, they really are. They're, they're terrible people. And I can honestly say that. <sighs> Uh, this whole world is a stage. Oh, and I didn't even explain what Event 201 was. It was where they simulated the a coronavirus outbreak. And they did this back in October of 2009. So months before any of these cases were ever identified, at least in the mainstream. Perhaps they already knew that it was going on. But, yeah, Bill Gates, they, they run this whole scenario where they look at the economic impacts of it. They had CEOs of these big, large companies like the Marriott and Johnson & Johnson, I think, was one of them. 
and uh, different people from high-level positions of different governments of the world, different countries. And uh, they did this whole fictional scenario where they pretended that there was an outbreak of this mass pandemic and they tried to model what would happen. And wouldn't you know it, you know, this thing actually happens and then it's going right along the lines of exactly what they said would happen. And then they're just, you know, what a coincidence, right? That these rich, powerful, the richest, most powerful people in the whole entire world set up a scenario where this exact thing that is taking place right now happened just months before it happens. And these types of things have happened a bunch of times before. You know, they're, like they're running a exercise right when some school shooting happens or or when a fucking hurricane happens or something like that. Like, they just conveniently were practicing that event taking place at that time. The whole world is a stage, folks. And, and we're just here for the show. We're watching it happen. They're big planners and masterminds of this whole thing that is taking place. And, you know, one thing that gets me, like I said before, is just how people will, like, worship these actors and these these people in the entertainment industry whose job is literally to, like, lie to you and pretend to be something that they're not. And yet we look to them as if, you know, when they're not playing a role, they're being completely serious. You got to recognize that they're always playing a role. It doesn't matter where they are. They're, they're never telling the truth. I mean, look at how good they can pretend to be any character that they choose to play. Obviously, you know, that's their job is to pretend to be something they're not. So to to believe them when they talk about anything when they're supposedly being serious is just ridiculous in my point of view. It's like it's like you have a girlfriend who's cheated on you 50 fucking times and then she tells you like, oh, I'll never do that again. Like uh, she probably will, you know, use your fucking brain, bro. But people aren't very good at that because we haven't been trained to use our minds. We've been trained to be just followers, man, and just to believe whatever we're told by an authority figure. That was the purpose of our school system, our indoctrination system that we have been subjected to as a people, which was fucked up. Pisses me off, man. And even these... You know, I talk about celebrities, and this includes people like Neil deGrasse Tyson or Bill Bill Nye, these motherfuckers. Like, they're such... I can't believe people believe them, and people really look up to them. And they think they're so brilliant. They're so... Just so out of this world. They're so intelligent and stuff. But it's like, dude, they're just totally part of the plan, too. They totally are. They're in on it. They're... um there was a massive machine that went into building up their their fame it's a they they employ these marketing agencies they give them millions of dollars in order to get them to this level of stardom and it, you got to think about that why would they do that do you think that their message is so profound and so important to reach the masses that they they're just doing this for the as a benevolent gesture you know for the benefit of mankind they they're creating these stars these scientific stars no, of course not. Uh, you can, if you have enough money, you can become famous in whatever whatever um, field that you want. All it takes is about two hundred fifty grand to a million dollars, depending on the level that you want to reach. And that's why a lot of these rappers come up too. You know, they, these people who are selling crack and shit. Because if you save up enough money, you give it to one of these marketing agencies, they can 
professional they have professional ways of doing it they have all the contacts in the industry whichever one you're choosing this one i mean the music industry and uh put the money in the right place and you will get the coverage and anybody who is constantly being covered in the media whether it's uh bill nye or neil degrasse tyson or elon musk you have to realize that there's so much it takes so much money to be covered by the media and to have a story focused solely on you. And look at how much Elon Musk is in the media, just as an example. Because he's totally in on it too, this whole agenda. But people really look up to this guy. They think he's just larger than life. They think he's so, you know, he's really out for the benefit of mankind. And people really believe this shit. When when in reality, what's he doing? He's setting up uh, 20,000 satellites with his Starlink thing to do the 5G total lockdown of the planet. Uh, he's totally in on the Agenda 21 thing. That's that's why he's the big driving force behind the electric vehicle because they're trying to outlaw the gas engine. It has nothing to do with the climate of the planet or global warming or reducing CO2 emissions or, or fucking greenhouse gases. Nothing to do with that kind of stuff. It's just they're trying to limit where we can go. And Elon Musk is the huge, like, fucking... Who is he? He could be compared to, um, like, Iron Man. Uh, Tony Starks, you know, from from the fucking movies. The comic book guy, the benevolent millionaire, billionaire, kind of like, uh, Batman's kind of like that, but he's more like Tony Starks. He's like an inventor and shit. And uh, Elon Musk is supposed to be this guy who's just, you know, he's going to save humanity. He's so smart. He just got rich out of nowhere because he made the right decisions. And now he's just a super billionaire and he's going to change the world. But that's not true. Because if you look into this guy and you look into how he got his money and you really do the research, you'll realize that the likelihood of him actually, you know, doubling up on his investment or receiving a, you know, 10,000% fucking uh, return for his initial investment, it's unprecedented. That doesn't happen in the real world. So you have to wonder, who is this guy really working for? You know, who really gave him all this money? Or, or has put him into this position to be the front man for these organizations because that's really what it is. And the same goes for people like uh, the Facebook guy, uh, Zuckerberg. He's just he's just the face of it. I mean, these, these things are created by bigger organizations than that. They're, they don't just come out of the fucking garage, as we're led to believe. <laughs> Maybe at one point, you know, they, it started like that, but... Once they reach a certain level, they get bought out, and then they're there to serve a purpose. Um, as I've mentioned before, you should understand that the internet was created by DARPA. DARPA is the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, is a branch of the Pentagon, which is the United States uh, military fucking center. They're just they're there to create war, to wage war, and to kill people. That is their entire purpose but of course they always say defense as if they're defending you know we have all these enemies around the world whose sole desire is just to delete us because they hate freedom it's such a ridiculous narrative that so many people believe in sign up to kill people across the planet for honestly ridiculous you gotta have a very very low iq to believe that but uh many people do so getting back to the scientists uh, these these big star scientists that they've given us to worship and to just, you can't question them because they know science. And what they've done with science in general is they've really 
condition the public to misunderstand what science is. Science is merely a method a method of investigation. It's a series of, of processes that is that is used to investigate a certain phenomenon, and then you come to a conclusion from it. Like you have a question, and you're like, "Okay, well, what the fuck is up with this shit?" And then you have a hypothesis. Maybe it'll be. Maybe this is what's up with it. And then you test it. You know, you you create experiments and whatnot. You do an experiment. You collect the data from that. You analyze the data, look at the results, and then you come to the conclusion. Was your was your hypothesis correct or incorrect? And then from that, you gain the result. You know, that's that's what it is. And then you keep doing this process, and that's, you know, it's an amazing process. Don't get me wrong. And this goes back to people like Francis Bacon, who were instrumental in creating this this foundation of knowledge, which which is really quite profound. It's led to incredible advancements. It led to the Industrial Age and, and uh, Industrial Revolution and all that machinery and... and Locking everybody up in these big buildings and forcing them off of the land into the cities, really lowering their quality of life quite significantly and uh, totally restructuring society. Francis Bacon himself, totally part of the establishment. A lot of people think that he is actually Shakespeare. Interesting side note. But uh, all part of the royal elite and... uh, really quite amazing because if you look at these early scientists they're very well funded they're they're wealthy people because you had to be you had to be part of the aristocracy in order to be able to spend all your time just reading books and writing and and looking at rocks and bones and shit uh so people like darwin francis bacon you know these these big big figures in the early scientific movement who are who are who have been elevated to god status by by you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson and shit. Very profound thinkers, and don't get me wrong, they are very, very smart, but uh, they were all funded by this same movement, the same royal movement, and science was just implemented, it was it was created to be the new religion, because they wanted to get away from Christianity, uh, which was, you know, in the Western world at least. You know, they wanted to, to introduce a new religion that had no God, it had no spiritual guidance, it was just... Uh, a religion of mechanistic materialism where all that exists is just what can be measured, you know, with, you know, tangible measurements, something you can see with under the microscope or, or fit in your hand or, or measure with a fucking ruler or whatever. That's all that exists. And anything beyond that is just non-existent. It's just not real. So it does away with the spirit. It does away with the soul and God in general, and that was the purpose of it. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I think this thing that we're in, this this time in history, is really a spiritual battle. I think it's the classic narrative, the good versus evil type scenario, because you got to realize that the people in control of the world, they really are evil people. They're not good. I mean, just look at what's taking place. Look at the fear, the anxiety, the war that is running rampant across the world, the, the worship of money, the greed the the fucking just the how everyone's just so interested in like the carnal desires everything has to be sexual everything has to be fucking about fucking (laughs) and i'm not immune to that i like it as much as the next guy but you have to realize that we're products of the system and that we could have been brought up to to have other focuses but we we weren't you know this is all purposely done 
and uh, there's a grand scheme behind it. So well, you, the the society that's been created is a technocracy. It's a scientific dictatorship, which is a form of socialism where we're meant to be ruled by experts. You don't get to make your own decisions because there's somebody smarter than you who who is who should make that decision for you. You're too fucking stupid to to understand. So we uh employed the scientists to make all of these decisions for you. Um they will decide what you get to eat and not eat. You can't eat meat anymore because scientists have discovered that it's bad for you supposedly even though many many more people have, have known that it's good for you throughout history. You need protein. You need this shit. You need vitamins. But that doesn't matter. Facts don't matter because the what the experts say goes. And then you have these dentists as well, just to go off on a tangent on shit that pisses me off. <laughs> the dentist saying that you got to take fluoride for your teeth. Well, what does fluoride do? It calcifies your pineal gland, fucks up your brain. And putting fluoride in the water too under the premise that you know it's to help your teeth they care about your teeth so much no they don't they don't care dude they want to fuck up your brain they care about your brain not working that's why the nazis put fluoride in the water was to make the prisoners more docile more susceptible to control which seems to be like us right now if they tell us to stay in the house, you really think people are going to leave the house? Not many. Not very fucking many. I hope they do. Apparently in France, they're having this, these big revolts with regards to that, you know, but, which is cool. And people have theorized, too, that another reason for this, this um, outbreak is to, to ban these mass demonstrations. Because how convenient, right? Like, there's all this stuff going on in Hong Kong that where they're protesting... Uh, Chinese rule, and then uh, same with in France, the yellow vest protests, and just all over the world, there's these mass demonstrations, hundreds of thousands of millions of people taking to the streets and, and saying, fuck the government, you know, like, get off my shit, motherfucker. And, and then all of a sudden, there's this massive outbreak and nobody's allowed to leave the house. So, pretty convenient how that's worked out, right? Just kind of plays right into their hands. Another thing with regards to, the, to this COVID virus thing is, uh, like, for example, yesterday when I was at the mountain, I was at Mount Rose, which closed today. Yesterday was the last day because of this virus. Just no fun. No fun zone. No more fun allowed. But there was a lot of people there because it, it, it just snowed and it was the only place open, so it was popping. And I heard multiple people... I overheard their conversation. There's this one guy, and he's like talking to his friends or whatever. He's like, "Hey, man, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but and he like goes on and on." Or people will say like, "Hey, I'm not really into conspiracies, but," and then they'll they'll say what they think or whatever. And it's like you got to realize how much we've been conditioned and and fucked with in the brain to to have to preface your your sentence like that or you know your your coming statement to be like I'm not a conspiracy theorist but like they've demonized that word so much where it's just inconceivable for so many people to believe that uh, individuals would come together for a nefarious purpose that they would conspire people conspire all the time that's literally what people do that's what business is 
That's what government is. I mean, people do it all the time in, in many, many different situations. So just the fact that people have to, to preface things like that and and kind of have that fucking, I don't know, what's it called? I don't even know the word for it, but they don't want to be called a conspiracy theorist. I know that. And they're so afraid of being classified like that. They're such fucking pussies. And God, it's fucking aggravating. I've heard, I've heard like a dozen people, nah, probably half a dozen people do that. And that's just people I've talked to. And I don't talk to that many people by choice. <laughs> I don't really care for many people's opinions on issues such as this because they're just so... You know, they're just repeating what they heard in the news. They're repeating what fucking Joe Rogan said or what the guy on Joe Rogan said. And that's another thing that pisses me off is Joe Rogan. <laughs> I'm just a hater, man. But these people who gain this this level of fame and this level of influence on society, you have to realize that there's been a, a mechanism behind them who has who has risen them. You know, it's 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 driven them to this status. It's uplifted them to this to this position for a reason, uh, because they're meant to influence society in such a way. And for example, on the Joe Rogan show, they got that one guy. I don't even remember his name, but he's like the co-host next to Joe, and then he he's the guy who explains the crazy conspiracy theorists. Or conspiracy theories, and he does it in such a poor way where it just sounds ridiculous. It's just like, who the fuck is this guy? Because they can't bring on someone credible who knows his shit. Because then the, this stuff would actually make sense. People would be like, oh fuck, that's a good point. They bring on some idiot, you know, who who doesn't research shit. He looks at it, watched a five minute video or whatever, and then that's what he bases his conclusion on. And he's not very intelligent. He doesn't really explain things very well, so they just ridicule him. They make him seem like an asshole, because he is a fucking asshole. And that's how they do it. You know, uh, if there is an alternative researcher who's doing good work, and they do bring him onto a mainstream platform, whether it's the news, you know, Fox, CNN, NBC, something like that, uh, primarily what the host of that show does for that network is they bring them on to ridicule him. And usually they're quite good at that. They have somebody trained specifically to do that. They know the types of questions to ask and and how to, you know, fucking drive up their emotions and, and get them, knock them off their rocker a little bit and get a fuck with them psychologically. Once in a while, though, you'll have a very awesome scenario where you have the researcher who was ready for that shit and they fucking just do battle, and then they shit all over the host, and that is very satisfying to see. And that guy will never be allowed on the show again. (laughs) And whoever brought him on is probably going to get fired, because they don't like that. But it happens, and it's very satisfying. It doesn't happen very often, because they're they're pretty good about screening their guests, so it's, it's quite rare that you'll see that, but, you know... Once in a while, man. Once in a blue moon, as they say. Once in a miracle march. Ah, jeez. So, yeah, a lot of people, um, uncertain, cowardly individuals, have to preface their statements with, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but this and that, because they notice something is wrong. They notice there's a conspiracy afoot. You gotta be pretty fucking stupid not to see that. So that's what they gotta say. And then you have these other people who who just can't accept it because they're suffering from cognitive dissonance. They don't want to have their perception of reality destroyed. So 
they have to like make things make sense to themselves in their own mind and they just can't accept it so they have to always believe that the government and the media and Hollywood or whatever that they have the public's best interests at heart because why would they do that that's their whole thing is I don't get why they would do that I've had so many people who who say that kind of shit to me I don't get why would they spray the sky with chemtrails why would they blow up the World Trade Center or, you know, why would they fucking grow a bunch of heroin in Afghanistan and ship it over here and then have a bunch of kids overdose like my friend CJ? I don't get why they would do that. I just don't understand why, man. Well, that's because you don't understand these people. You don't know who they are. You don't understand the way they think about the world and the way they think about you and your family and everybody you love. They don't fucking like you, dude. You are so far beneath them that you are just equivalent to an ant like the way we see a fucking hive of ants or a hive of bees there isn't is it a hive of ants a colony of ants rather you know you most people would have no problem killing a colony of red ants if a giant fucking anthill came up in your kid's sandbox you're like damn we gotta get rid of these fucking ants he's gonna bite my kid so you kill him you poison him well that's how they see us they see us as an, a fucking like invader, like a, like a pest on the planet, and we're just taking up space. We're using up the resources, and they got to get rid of us. And they would love for a fucking pandemic to come get rid of us. They're so prepared for that shit, dude. These these point zero one percent of the population who really control shit. You know, they got some underground cities, man. They got the dumbs, deep underground military bases. Yeah, whole underground cities where just mad crazy shit's going on. The stuff that's taking place underground is pretty amazing, actually. I was just talking to a guy who uh, was a he was a gold mine salesman, and I was like, "Damn, that's a fucking kind of a cool job selling gold mines. That sounds dope. I want to I want to own a gold." And he owned a couple gold mines. I was like, "Bro, hook it up." The fuck. He was selling his for a million dollars, and I was gonna buy it, but I don't have a million dollars. So, next time, I guess. Maybe at the, the next time I'm at the Nugget having a steak. The Nugget is a casino. <laughs> but yeah, this guy was from Elko, and he owns all this land out there. Elko is the largest gold-producing place, like one of the biggest on the planet. There's so much fucking gold out there in the middle of Nevada. Most people don't know this, but the whole eastern side of the state is just filled with gold. They have these super mines there with DuPont and, or no, it's, I think it's Newmont, is is the company that owns it. But it's the biggest gold-producing company in the whole world. I think the only place that comes close is South Africa. They might exceed the level of gold production in Nevada, but uh, Nevada has a shitload of fucking gold. And it's all microscopic. They have to take so many tons of dirt for, for you know, an ounce of gold. But it's very profitable. They're doing it well. And they have just... It goes down miles into the earth, and they have entire fucking like warehouse size uh, shops for the semis and stuff down there and the tractors and all the the bulldozing equipment that they use to extract the the earth. And it's just amazing what they're doing underground out there. And people don't recognize that we have this technology. There's thousands and thousands of people underground at, at any given time just in Elko, in Elko, Nevada. And there's a lot of money coming out of them hills, boy. A lot of money in them hills. Another big underground thing they got going on in Nevada, Yucca Mountain. 
they decided it would be a good idea to take one of the most seismically active states in the fucking world, definitely in the United States, and there's so many earthquakes here, it's it's amazing. And they decided to hollow out a mountain and then put all of the nuclear waste there. They ship it all the way across the fucking country by rail, which is not a good idea in itself, you know, due to fucking train crashes, which happens a lot more than people know because I sold a car to a guy who was a fucking train, train crash inspector. And I didn't even know that was a job either. I meet so many people where it's like, damn, I didn't even know that was a job. That's fucking crazy, dude. But this guy, his entire profession was to go to different train wrecks and analyze them and shit and see what happened and, and how much shit got fucked up or whatever. So I think he worked for, um, I don't know what the big train company is. Uh, Western Pacific? No. Union? Union Pacific? Some shit like that. But it, he only covered like three states. I figured he would do like the whole U.S., but no, nah, apparently he stayed very busy just within like here and and like Northern California and Washington maybe or something like that, or Oregon. But the United States is so well, well connected with um, railroad tracks that it's just, you know, there's so many so many trains going at any time, which is really what allowed us to, you know, what separated us from the rest of the world was just our incredible infrastructure and our ability to ship materials across the country at such a high speed. That's that's why we start fucking shit up, son. On the global map, came powerful as fuck. Fuck with us. No, I'm just kidding, but really, that is what happened. And I just got to mention right now, it is snowing like a motherfucker outside my window, and it's pretty awesome. I'm pretty stoked on it. I love the snow. But back to Elko. No, I mean Yucca Mountain. So, yeah, all the most of the nuclear power plants are on the East Coast. So that's where all the nuclear waste is. And, yeah, there's this big issue of what do we do with this nuclear waste? It has a half-life of like a fucking billion years, and it's just so toxic to mankind. We got to find a place to put it because they're just storing it on site underneath like a tarp. These barrels of toxic waste that would be would be a great place to bomb if you're a terrorist. Any terrorist listening to this right now, probably target that. You could fuck up a lot of shit. But um, so they had this brilliant idea to go hollow out Yucca Mountain, which is fucking amazing. You can look at pictures of this place; and it's just a humongous hole in this mountain. And then yeah, they ship over all the nuclear waste by rail and then store it inside of this mountain. And uh, it's a terrible idea because it was so geologically unstable in this place. I mean, there's so much volcanic activity and seismic activity. And it's just, you know, it's going to fuck up these things. Eventually, you know, there's a very high likelihood that this sandstone mountain or this cinder cone volcano is just going to collapse and uh, leak all of this radioactive material into the earth. And uh, what into whatever aquifer is down there, whatever, you know? Just fuck a planet. But apparently that doesn't matter. Anyways, I went off on a tangent there. Just trying to get at uh, these people have a plan. You know, these big powerful motherfuckers. They got a plan if the shit hits the fan. Uh, and they're going to go underground, quite possibly. And chill. I'm not saying that's going to happen anytime soon or that this COVID-19 coronavirus is the beginning of that. I mean, it could be. I think it's very probably not, though. 
you know. I think it's just a little operation. It's nothing to be afraid of. You know, it's no reason for everyone to panic as they are. But it is quite concerning, just with regards to how much power the government has. In each country, government is the problem, you know, in, if, in case you guys didn't know, in case you didn't recognize that. But government has killed more people than any other thing ever. It's just <laughs> they're responsible for more death and destruction than any disease or anything like that. Well, first of all, government will create diseases intentionally to kill people. And they invest heavily into weaponry. Because government does war. You know, that's their thing. They mobilize the masses and they force them to fight other countries. Of course, the people, you know, running the country never have to fight. They make they become incredibly wealthy off of it. But they never have to fight. Their children don't have to fight. None of their family has to fight. They just stay doing their shit and they're chilling, you know? And it's interesting because back in... Uh, royal times and the Middle Ages and whatnot, you had these people like the leader of France would fight, you know, France would fight Germany or Germany would fight Spain and, you know, they were constantly warring. And these people were cousins. The the, the aristocracy or the, the royalty, they were all cousins, they are all related and they all intermarried. And then once in a while, you know, to stop the fighting, the guy would throw him his cousin or some shit, be like, all right, dude, you can fuck my cousin and then we'll stop fighting for a while and then we'll go fight someone else. But it's like they're they're always fighting and constantly at war with each other and just whether it was to reduce the population or just keep people in line or keep them from revolting against their own government because they're fighting. It's just a very strange world that we live in. And it's still basically the same type of thing, although it's not as blatant. Like Trump isn't cousins with uh, Trudeau or whatever, but I don't know, maybe they are probably related somehow. I remember there being a uh, 12-year-old girl or something who did a science project where she she uh, noted the relations of all the presidents, like how every president was related, which is fucking pretty true. And then you could look at all the celebrities, too, who are related to presidents and royalty and, and all that. And it's all the show, man. And you got to know someone to get in, for the most part, even comedians. You know, like Brian Callen? That comedian, pretty funny. You know, homies with Chris D'Elia. His dad is in the CFR, the Council of Foreign Relations. Big banker, big guy. And of course, Brian Callen doesn't believe in conspiracies. I just saw an interview with him talking about how billionaires would never conspire with each other. They're too competitive. You can't even get them in the same room with each other. They hate each other. Like, what a fucking dumb fuck. Or what a liar, you know? It's like, dude, your dad's in the CFR. He hangs out with billionaires all the fucking time. You dumb fuck. Uh, Chris D'Elia, you know, his dad was a big director. Still is. And just all these people, man, and a lot of people in the music industry, uh, the acting industry, they're all, you know, they got connections, man. You need a, you need some big connections to get in. Some people will get lucky and be able to pop in on some other shit, you know, out of nowhere. But typically you're not going to reach the higher levels might get a little gig, but, you know, unless you're in the big gang, you're probably not going to level up very high. Uh, One thing I was looking into the other day, or just thinking about, was 9-11, because 
in a way, this coronavirus COVID-19 thing reminds me a lot of 9-11. It's just such a huge event, and it's impacted the world in such a crazy way. Just big impact on the human consciousness and the psyche of um, the entire world in general. It's just, it's really unprecedented. And the only thing that I could think of to compare it with was September 11th, when they blew up the World Trade Center. And, you know, I hope that you guys have done your research on 9-11. I'm sure you have if you're listening to this. Probably a pretty open-minded, cool person. But the majority of people, even people who have looked into 9-11, they still don't get it. They don't get it, man. Like, you gotta understand that the government, or whoever is controlling the government, or whatever, they they blew up the fucking World Trade Center, you know? These gigantic buildings. The biggest buildings in New York by far. They fucking decimated them. The directed energy weapon. A lot of people think it was some other shit. It doesn't matter what you think at this point. Although it does matter. You know, I, I believe it does matter. I think Judy Wood wrote the best book on the way the World Trade Center was destroyed. It's called Where Did the Towers Go? Um, where she describes the use of weaponized free energy or a director energy weapon that was used to create uh, destroy the World Trade Center, which I think she did brilliant research. And there's a reason why, you know, the architects and engineers for 9-11 Truth won't acknowledge her shit and they try to ridicule her because they're controlled opposition they have see the same thing with the chemtrail movement too they have these big figures in the movement who are just shills they work for the fucking government it's like and they have so many bots online too whose sole purpose is to to well first to make sure that your video doesn't get seen on youtube and stuff because it's all controlled by the same people but then again if you are gaining some steam or whatever or starting to have an impact they got these bots, which a lot of the times they are even real people. They could just be artificial intelligence or just, you know, whatever. They're just robots, and they're there just to fuck with you. They're there to occupy your time, talk shit to you, and then hopefully engage you in conversation to make it so you're less productive or so you feel like a fucking loser. Like, oh, nobody likes me. They don't like my work. When really it's a fucking, like, CIA robot just <laughs> whose job is just to talk shit to conspiracy theorists. That's real facts, man. They have this shit. But anyways, back to 9-11. Uh, the Pentagon, for example. Did you know that the Pentagon began construction on September 11th, 1941? And of course, as you all know, the Pentagon was supposedly hit by an airplane on 9-11 as well. The most well-fortified, well-secured branch of our government, literally the central hub of all things military in the United States. And uh, there was only one camera angle. It was about half a frame per second. (laughs) Just terrible video quality. And that's the only angle we have of this. There's more cameras there than like anywhere else in the world. And they released this one terrible fucking angle of this thing slamming into the Pentagon, which, who knows, it was probably a fucking missile or something. It definitely doesn't look like a plane. It would have been impossible for it to be a plane. And the angle, it would have had to hit the Pentagon, and then you look at the hole after. It's just so ridiculous that this is the shit that they give us to believe. And you have to realize the same people who are doing this this fucking virus thing and making everybody so scared and... So concerned. These are the same people who did 9-11. It's the same motherfuckers who are spraying the sky. Same people controlling the weather. 
Same people doing the MK Ultra mind control. It's all a big game. It's all a big, uh, big ritual, big psychological operation aimed at controlling you. And the reason they're trying to control you is because they know your potential. They know what you are capable of, uh, us, the people. We're incredible. We are incredible light beings, as they say. You know, beings of light, spiritual consciousness that exists forever. For infinity. And it's really quite amazing, you know, the things we can do if we're focused if we have an open mind, if we love each other, if you're filled with gratitude and love, the things that you're capable of, I mean, it's amazing. Which is why they try to keep us as far away from that as possible. They have to have us bickering with each other, arguing all the time, just hating each other, and worried about dumb shit, just constantly focused on skin-deep stuff, race and just sex and what people look like and and just focused on material things very shallow you know low level low consciousness stuff because they know if we if we reach our true potential and our true higher consciousness and we actually start thinking and using our brains and using our hearts and these things that we've been blessed with by whatever put us on this planet to experience this thing called life man we could make some incredible changes we really could we could do, the possibilities are endless. We could do beautiful things. The things that we can make happen on this planet are amazing. And I think the true nature of people is actually good. There's a lot of people out there who want you to be afraid of other people and, and hating other people and stuff. And yeah, there's some bad people out there, people doing horrible things. But I think the the regular, normal person in the world is actually a good person. And... They want the best for the people around them. They want the best for for the world in general. And if we were all able to tap into that on a massive level and organize and actually, you know, love one another and care for one another, man, the the changes we could have on this earth, it would be fu- it would be fucking heaven on earth. It really would be. But we're so controlled, you know, our minds are so fucking controlled and we're so, you know, from from a little from the time you're a little baby, they're fucking with us, man. Fucking with our brain and and trying to to rob us of, the, of that true potential. And if you're able to break out of that, man, if you're able to think for yourself and and see things for what they are, then you're incredible. And congratulations to you because most people will never experience that. They never will, man. They're simply incapable of it. They don't have the right outlets. They're not exposed to the right information. They're too deeply ingrained in this this terrible system that we live in and the, the mind control and the, and the propaganda and shit. They're too controlled by that. So they'll never get to experience the beauty of this this real reality that we live in. Because I'm a true believer that, you know, I'm not a physical being having a spiritual experience. I'm a spiritual being having a physical experience. This is all a test. This is all something a part of something a lot bigger and i think all of us as human beings we're part of a a way bigger spiritual consciousness i mean we're part of this big universe it's all one thing it's all one thing and i think the ultimate purpose of this one thing is to love you know that's what's holding it all together which is why they try so hard to do away with love and they focus so much on division 
and just the very shallow aspects of everyone and just the lowest things they could possibly see you know that's all they report on the news is the most terrible things that happen they never show the good shit they never do if it bleeds it leads they want you scared they want you hating your neighbor they don't want you to unify they don't want you to fucking love one another and uh you gotta look past that man you gotta be smart you gotta lead by example just be a good person you know, look out for the people around you and do the best you can. Try not to get too mad, too angry, because it's very easy to give into this this shit and, and get all frustrated and stuff. And, you know, I'm I'm a victim of that. And it's it's a lot easier too when you're drinking or something, you know, on drugs or whatever. That's why that stuff's bad for you, man. You gotta limit it. And don't do it when you're mad, especially. There's a reason why, uh, People warn against that kind of stuff, and so many people struggle with it, and it's the source of so much dis- discomfort, so many problems in the world, and is uh, alcohol abuse and drugs and things like that. And it's also a reason why it's glorified so much in, in music and in whatever popular media. It's all about getting fucked up, doing some fucking stupid drugs, some pills or whatever, and just becoming a fucking zombie. Nah, man, that's not what life's about. It's not about that. You gotta be smarter than that. You know, it's cool once in a while, you know, let loose. Have a couple cocktails. Get some pussy, you know what I'm saying? Do what you gotta do. But don't let it control your life and don't let that be the only thing that you live for. Come on, guys. You're better than that. Produce something. Go fucking think of something. Write something down. Project your consciousness into the world. Let other people know what you're thinking. That's what you're here for. You're not here to just just be you know be scared all the time and be looking at fucking <laughs> shit that they're trying to scare you with. Nah, it's not about that, man. It's bigger than that. And that's kind of why I do these little talks, little pep talks, is to um to bring that to the forefront and make people remember that it's all you know. Obviously, ninety five percent of this talk has kind of been negative. But that's just because there's some crazy shit going on. You got to expose it in order to make it better. You know, if your car's fucking broken, what do you do? You, you got to figure out what's fucked up with it so you can fix it. And then you're good. And then you're cruising again. Mobbing. So, yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it off there. And I'm going to leave you with this dope fucking song that Daylight just came out with. Really stoked on this one. He fucking nailed it. So uh, this is Daylight the Cure. Peace out, everybody. Uh, the irony of those. The metal and earth settling cold. The men rolled through every element stole. They still doing it. Who in the synagogue have sent God unmelanated? We celebrated returns of those who burn us. I celebrate that turn a nigga turn up. Those who in the vegetable state gotta awake. Uh, gotta awake inside of me. Oh, this what got you awake. Got you a lake full of maple sharks. Take five. I do this, a Hindu guy couldn't boot this. Got an army, nigga, figure I warn ya. Cause TikTok popping at the time, we are out of time. Don't be in a large group, virus is the issue. This how it get in our tissue, and you out here getting tissue. I have issues with those who end in an ish. Kind of my kind, but it's iffy, I hope you get me. Show no sympathy, Trump is the symphony of a symptom. Who sent them? Aw, oh, this an epiphany. History repeats, so I'm immune to what they did to me, so I'm never doomed. But I get it. 
Just when niggas was about to wake up It's the panic button so we could break up Wonder why I wasn't sad at the Kobe shit He probably got the scoop so the homie dipped Y'all forgetting the factors Tom Hanks is an actor Cast away all demons of the past for Lysol They squabbing Lysol off the problem Clean See what I mean, my demeanor mad Angry what I can't be Fear pump, immunity low, community slowed God's son could fix, amen Pray, that's what we have become Population control, country reload Behold the pale white horse Led to the water and drink it But it's lead in the water Plenty bottles y'all bought, let me teach ya that PH7 finna delete you Each year, uh, I'm clear of the breach So I beached it, just so I could see clear Woo! All borders can't barter Levy departed, are you ready, Carter? They must bomb with heavy water We did not see it coming for the block This a hiccup, click up for the swat sticker, nigga Niggas claim they a G with the 5 to 5G arrive Can you survive? All them J's you bought is now useless my folks would have been ready, but due to the radio, they not. Plot got us a shock. Circles would have been done if it wasn't for Dot. When he came around with the ancient sound of the ancestors. Hold follow with three folds, but behold, that's what we was in. Two deep, he's sleeping giants. You think Thanos is fake? Well, look at Zion. Just imagine if he was general for the brother army think. That nigga could tackle army tanks. Facts, if y'all try. The NBA is the trap for all gods. The dark side of the moon is now in tune. Kiss my black ass, I'm over the backlash. I act rational so the career could break out. Some bump the music, some niggas is clueless. Stacy dashing, gratefully passed. Great was a higher purpose. Till I got hired by the hires to revive the surface. A wise nigga with energy. I'm at the table with top, look at this imagery. Punch told me don't hold back, nigga. Hold that. Daylight savers, nigga, no cap. This time back up, nigga, act up. If I go on tour, then I'm the cure. To the Rona persona, to all the fellas who say they got a cure, the pedicure will nail us. Tell us what they want, sell us what they will. I can't do what I will, do what I will. Do it out in the public, attack the mass. What up, the Rona was put inside of the mass. You put it right on your mouth and nose and closed it. You enclosed it, the virus is focused. Nobody told you it was the fast way to die. Look at the tag on the mask made in China. Woo, what it got y'all with lures. This is the cure.